Oh my goodness. All right. So we might have a smaller call, which is always good because we can go into more questions. So great to have everybody. So we're on into module four. And the really good news is that next week is double action, no new content week. So you can really <laughs> use it to go back to anything you haven't completed, do double action. Exactly. Everyone like loves when week five comes. And honestly, after this, the pace slows down so that you can really start to integrate everything. It's the first four modules that are really the most intense. All right. Before we get into module four, do we have any questions with your WAP? since that's always the foundation of everything. How's it going? How are you finding doing it on the weekend? Yeah, Carmen, I'm finding the web. Again, it's really useful. I'm, I'm finding it really good. And I think that as, as I'm going through the units, I'm kind of starting to understand it more and I'm starting to understand how the weeks are linking from reviewing to planning, like going forward. Um, I still haven't quite got to grips with the whole um, each day what I'm doing, but I think that it's just it is just practice my end. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's letting letting it all kind of sink in. It's um, some of you know I'm taking an ecstatic dance DJ course, and it's full on. So it kind of reminds me what it's like going through Soulcraft. But as I keep going, everything starts to drop in, and it makes sense. And versus like the first module, I have like all these questions. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'll never be able to do this. And then week two, it starts to make more sense. Week three, exactly. And the more we actually do it, it's just like, oh, okay, this is how the flow goes. And then the weeks and then the days get easier. Yeah. How are, and, and this is something that's really good to practice. Are you finding it easy? Because again, it's kind of a new, new, um, oops, hang on a second here. It's a new, totally new exercise. Do you find that you're going back to your WAP every day? Has it become a, sorry, <laughs> we're getting everyone coming in. Are you fine? Because that can be a bit of a practice too. Like you may have doing it on Sunday night down, but then you get going in the week and you forget, oh yeah, there's the WAP that I need to go back to. So something now that you've got Sunday night down and you've got the planning, see if you can really use it every week so that or not every week every day where you're really looking intentionally at it there's a lot of um a lot of work that's being done right now with neuroplasticity so the idea that we can really learn and really reform our brain and our thoughts and our subconscious beliefs as well as epigenetics which of course we've heard that a lot in any health company Epi epigenetics essentially means that your environment has so much to do with how your health, your being, everything is. So it's not our genetics, it's more our, our environment. And then um, I'm just going to mute. And then neuroplasticity is the whole idea that the more that we repeat any idea, the more it becomes part of our belief patterns. And if, if any of you have, have done any of Tony Robbins' work, that was a lot of what he really did with NLP and getting people to, to repeat and have that repetition. And it's why affirmations also work as well. So it's the same thing. And hi, Weiwei, I'm just going to unmute you. Oh, I think you actually moved yourself, so that's okay. It's why with the WAP and the same thing with our dream boards, if you look at it every day, 
it helps the thing actually get done because of course we know whatever we expand whatever we focus on expands so this week maybe start practicing okay am i looking at my web every day so that it really is in my consciousness <laughs> um the other thing that is i i can't remember i've had a lot of calls this week with my diff different mastermind groups so but i don't think i've shared this with soulcraft yet um, something that is really powerful and that will essentially give you more time is that intention setting in the morning. So literally, if you just even take 30 seconds to intend how you want your day to go. And it literally could be 30 seconds to five minutes to 15 minutes, you know, whatever you, you know, depends how, um, how much of a morning routine you have, but even 30 seconds is enough. Today I intend, and then before you go to sleep, a review of the day. So just thinking, even if you're lying in bed, okay, what went well? What would I change? What am I grateful for? <coughs> and let me see here. I'm not sure where that's coming from. So <laughs> I don't see anyone coughing. So <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh. um, just that little review in the evening can again, just expand time and intentionally bookend your days. So those are two little things that don't really require much effort, but like 30 seconds in the morning, maybe a minute at night. Okay, so just going back to the WAP. So I, I love what Jimmy said, like every, every week it's going to get more easier and easier. Hi, Claudia. <gasps> any other questions about it or any struggles with it? The time that you're spending on Sunday night, are you finding it's getting shorter? Getting shorter? Okay, so no one's doing an hour for their WAP anymore, hopefully. <laughs> Alicia's doing an hour for your WAP. That's okay. As long as you're... Just, Go ahead. I was going to say just um, the beginning of the month or like yeah. just an extra time for, yeah, for the month ahead just maybe particularly this month to make up for last month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yeah. And it is also, you know, around new moon time when we're setting our intentions, you might put a little bit more effort into things. The biggest thing is to make sure that if you find you're not doing your WAP because you're spending too much time each time, that's, that's where you really want to think, okay, just 30 minutes. Or if you're getting more into just, ooh, this is beautiful to create, but I'm not actually in action. And that's the other thing is we always want to be in action because in action is where we learn the most. All right. Any, any other questions? How does the, so in Soulcraft, we always talk about if you can do two to four presentations per week. And what that essentially means is four to eight invites. How is that feeling? Because I know that can be a little intense when you're starting. It's still a little intense when you, you know, <laughs> you've when been you've around been a while, <laughs> particularly if you're not that good at it. Um, but I love um, that awareness that's in the web about I need to be inviting. I need to be considering who am I going to invite now. I don't always have that area filled in, big, but that's about those pipelines, those channels. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 
And it's, it's a good point. Like sometimes life just happens and we kind of get away. But then when you come back to your WAP, it's always like, oh, yes, the goal is two to four presentations. And it, it worked out last week. I forgot to ring the bell, but I got a new team member last week. <laughs> hey, that's wonderful. Okay, you have to go ring the bell. But but tell us about yeah, it. I, <laughs> what, where did she um, or he come from? How did it eventuate? So actually known her for years she used to um sing as well um she's in finance like business finance but she had a you know um well, I can tell the story because she wants it to be told anyway she lost the baby at 20 weeks and um you know went through a big healing and realized she wanted to change. So she started studying kinesiology, just like a massive shift from like accounting and like business finance across to kinesiology. Um, And we connected. She she since had another baby. Bodhi's like six months old. Um, We connected right before she was about to have Bodhi. Um, And we've just, you know, stayed in contact, like just facebook contact really like on socials like no one i haven't hardly seen anyone in the last couple of years um and you know i didn't really even see her like viewing much of my socials or anything like that but she's been seeing them and um yeah just reached out to her in my you know in my invites um i ended up having um through yes so it was the four presentations um uh, a couple not ready another one was like in the middle of like a (laughs) she actually won like the pro fitness miss pro fitness australia or whatever she won that last weekend anyway so um that all kind of occurred um and you know we I don't know it just kind of was the right timing I suppose really um it was just you know keeping in that contact and you think people aren't watching because their name doesn't come up or they might not be liking things but she was just feeling really inspired by what I was sharing um and it, it was really interesting because um you know again like the the words were coming up you know don't want to really be selling and all this kind of thing and I just asked her the question like have you felt that way (laughs) with with me so far she's like no just like you've inspired like I've just felt inspired so um it just kind of you know rolled out and she got started um and she's got her products and is feeling great and everything as well so just yeah getting through her getting started training so there you go (laughs) it's it's so important to hear these Mm. stories so for for everyone that's new whenever you get a new customer or a new associate we want you to ring the bell it's because we want to celebrate you because just that like every win we have we should really celebrate it we do it for kids but we don't do it for adults and we we need that encouragement as well and then also when you ring the bell if you can share where you found the person how it eventuated because that helps people see themselves in you like oh yeah i haven't talked to my accountant oh yeah if if i would just stay in contact with people oh yes 
it doesn't matter if people aren't liking my social media posts because we don't know who's mm-hmm. like all these little things. And I love what she said, Alicia, when she said, I don't really like selling. And you very gently said, well, do you feel like I'm selling to you? That was a beautiful thing to say, you know, so mm-hmm. that, and we need to hear that because there's another thing with neuroplasticity where they found that if you can find somebody who has done what you want to do, Oops, I think I might have broke. Is that me? Is that me? Am I back? Yeah, okay, yeah, it is me. It's my internet connection. You're back, yeah. Funny, I, I always say this, I have the best internet connection and then it just dies for no reason. So strange. Um, but with, with finding what we, you can call them way showers or expanders or possibilitors, but when you can see someone who has done the thing that you want to do, we're like, oh, I can do that too. And so, even this ringing of the bell is so important, but if you can think in your life, if I want to do something, where can I find where someone else has done that? And I'll tell you what, with manifestation and being able to do the things that you want to do, when you come to the point where you hear a story and you're like, I can do that, that's when you're going to do it. And that, that's why you have to look for expanders so that you can actually say that, I can do that. And so that's, that's what you want to like, really take that thing in. I always manifest and I always am able to do the things that I want to do when I finally find someone and I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> and it's, it's just that certainty that we know we can do something. And it's when we have way shores. And you know, that old story when nobody could crack the mile in under four minutes. But then as soon as one person did it, everybody did it like one month later, two months later. So the same thing. So whatever you want to call it, a way shower, uh, an expander, a possibilitor, look for those in your lives. And it's again why we, we really ring the bell and we celebrate each other too. So thank you, Alicia. And please go ring the bell just so you can tell the story again and, and other people who aren't here can read it. <laughs> Okay, so ringing the bell. um, Let me think what else. Now that was from the question. What was the question I asked that? Because I feel like there might have been something more to that whole question that I wanted to check you guys. Oh, Oh, the two to four presentations. Yes. So even though if we're not, and again, you never want to feel bad, like, oh, I'm not doing two to four. You just want to think like, that's the goal. I want to be working towards. And even if you're like going from zero to you do one presentation a week, that's great. And then you can build from there. Okay, any final questions about the WAP? Otherwise, well- uh, I'm, I might, that for yes, me, two to four is also a stretch. <laughs> yes. Um, still, I'm, 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 I'm going for it it's always there in the warp i write it in and so on and i regularly manage as well to get it um yet what i did instead or in addition is that i have um, a policy of touch 10 and touch is just connecting and things like that which is kind of a pre-work to eventually out of that process of presentation comes out touch 10 per day <laughs> and um that's five days a week so I'm, I'm aiming for 450 touch per week, yeah? And uh, in a good week when I'm not sick or so, <laughs> that is doable. And I, I know that as well. It goes a bit down if 
other things are on, on the radar too. But in general, I feel comfortable with it. And that I, I really feel that that is keeping me on the move because yeah. it doesn't feel so heavy than the two to two to four presentation, at least for me. The yeah. touch it feels much easier. And then um, still it's working towards the needle moving stuff. Huh? Yes, yes. Yeah, that rem I remember Vicky went to see, it, it was a speakers conference that you went to about how to public speak. And and one of the main speakers was talking about how he touches, how, what was his role? Uh, his was seven. He does seven uh, touches a day through LinkedIn hmm. uh, and his connection. So he's, yeah. So he connects with CEOs mm. to get speaking gigs, yeah, which lead into his programs. Yeah, so seven. But he said sometimes he's hit that number really early, the number that he wants in the week, and he's got so much activity from those regular reach out that he has to stop doing the reach outs, you know, because he's got to catch up with all the connective follow up mm. and the the invites that come from that for him to speak powerful yeah really powerful and it doesn't even have to be in linkedin like it could be if you just think like say what, what claudia was saying five or three a day where you just touch like throughout the day you know you're making a little bit more of a in-person or personable connection with the the lady at the post office you know or can i ask vicky a question mm. yeah sure. absolutely can i ask vicky a question on that um i'm just curious um, so he reaches out specifically to his like target market. Is that right? Oops, yes. hang on, Bella's just fallen out of bed. Give me a sec. Um, while you're doing I'm that, Claudia, I just want to check, uh, you know, you touch your 10 touches a day. Is that also your customer base and your associate base or it's completely new people? Uh, it depends on the the outcome I have in in mind, <laughs> because uh, new people are for sure the ones where I'm eventually want to find out if there is some possibilities for um, my network marketing or my other offerings. Eh? But then there are also when when I touch associates, that might be because I want them to offer <laughs> things like soulcraft <laughs> mm, mm. or, or yeah, okay. um, events I'm on. And things yeah. like that. And then I go back also, there's a mixture between people I know and people which are new. Yeah, okay. That's what uh, I but thought. I'm too, generous yeah. with it, my counts. Eh? <laughs> yeah, that's very good. For, for me also, for me also, follow-up is a new touch. Hmm. Oh, you see. <laughs> I'm, I'm still putting Stay, work in it. So I, I give myself a, a point. <laughs> Alicia, do you want to finish your question? Sorry about that. I just heard this scream and she's rolled out of her little mattress bed bed thing. Um, okay, so I, I think my uh, curiosity was around um, he specifically reaches out to his like exact target market, so his return on that is, is really great. Um, I found that I... <laughs> Connected with some people who I thought might be <laughs> thought might be my target market, not so much. And I I end up with you know a lot of like pitching in my uh, inbox, and it was really hard to keep up with all of that. And it took away from like the you know 
actual actual magic but um i really love yeah what he's what actually he's and i'll give you a little bit more context around that yeah. because what um he does is obviously he tweaks his it's a little bit like what carmen's doing right you know she's got sexy fit she's got soul craft um you know whatever else you might have going carmen and what he's doing is he's got something similar he's got what he's his long-term goal is to get someone into a nine-month program, a leadership program. But to do that, he needs to get on a speaker stage and speaking to um, companies who are looking for leadership training for their staff. So he's what he's doing is preparing what he's got for the year and then he starts his, um, his reach out, which is people who've used him before, new people and his question really is about their budget. You know, when's the budget coming up? How much money have you got? So he's he's kind of got um, some strategy behind the connection. So it might be just how, you know, just touching base, seeing how you're going, how you're coping, you know, through COVID or whatever. And um, and then when they come back and he say, you know, if we've got time, we'll have 20 minutes. He does 20-minute sit down with a coffee or Zoom or whatever. And then, then he pitches to them once he's built that. And that, and he's well known in the industry, but he's been, you know, he's a really well known speaker, and he still does this. He's still working it, which we're all a bit amazed about. He's not waiting for the jobs to come in. He's out there building his um, connections. Yeah, yeah, and that's great what you're saying because, like, he knows the result that he's after, so he's asking the questions. These are like Alan P's questions are the answers kind of thing um so he's yeah that's that's really great thanks vicky thanks for sharing that all right great questions um and it actually just reminded me of gabby's question last um week where she asked about compliance questions since the industry is changing so she posted a great little thread and she posted the Mexican um, requirements of what you can and can't say. So I've already replied to her, which will, will affect everybody. But if there's anybody who wants specifics for your country, just add it to the thread and then I'll give you specifics. Um, the ones for that you'll read for that I replied to Gabby will actually be pretty good because they've got she's got ones that I'm not aware that we have in Australia or North America or England. Like, for example, in Mexico, they can't say fire your boss. I don't think that's something that we can't say in Australia or America. I don't know how anyone would say you couldn't say that, <laughs> but in Mexico, they can't. So I gave a whole bunch. I think Mexico is probably going to be the most stringent. So if you look at that, it will probably help every country. But yeah, if, if anyone else wants to add to that thread, just add to it, tag me and I'll, I'll give you some more options. And interestingly, how I replied to, to Gabby, it's actually mostly how I've, I've always, I mean, I, I did used to say, residual income, but I, I did stop that a long time ago, not because of compliance, but because not everyone understood what that was. So in my mind, I don't think residual, it doesn't really matter if we can't say that. There's other things we can say that are just as powerful, like an additional income stream. That's probably the most powerful one. Are you interested? Would you like to have an additional income stream? And that's completely compliant. Bus business project, I've always liked better than opportunity. Although we can still say opportunity, but I like business project better. And there's a bunch of other things that I've, I normally say as well. So again, don't worry about the words that we can't say. In my mind, a lot of them, it doesn't really matter at all. 
Not that I ever said fire your boss, but I always thought that was a good one. <laughs> so poor Mexico, they can't say that. Uh, all right, so let's dive into the actual module that we are, we're in. So in, we're in module four. Now, last module was present. What did we, because I know, because we're, you know, there's so much content. Was there any remaining questions from module three with presenting at all that we wanna cover? Um, and I'm still, I've just finished module three. I haven't got onto module four yet. I okay. found that it was, um, it was the, the, the big thing that I needed to learn about actually was, was the presenting side. So it's taken me a long time to work through the units. Okay. Um, and I'm still trying to process it because it's completely new to me. Yes. Actually, then let's, has anyone got into module four yet? Is it in terms of like Myrna, Weiwei, no, um, Carmen, we always driving. So I think she's just listening in. Listening. Yeah. Okay. So if nobody's in module four, why don't we just wait till next week to do that? And we'll just talk about module three and, and before. Okay. Does that sound good? Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> so going back to module three, my big question for everyone is, or I guess not a question, um, but just an encouragement or an invitation to find something that you really love doing and take a class, do something more in that arena. And we started talking about this last week because when you can find something that you really love and become either a teacher or someone that brings people together, that is what is going to give you an unlimited pool of prospects. So we did start talking about this, but um, really, really encourage you to do that because it will bring you more joy and it will bring you limitless prospects. In um, with Vicky and, and Ali on our Soul Pro Mastermind, the we were talking about some of my newest associates and where do they come from. One guess where you think they came from. Anyone have any idea? Dance from my dance class. Like it's just crazy. It's still you know still to this day. And so that's always been my biggest source of, and it's just something I love doing. Like I, I would, I would teach dance for free. You know, it's, it's I love it that much. Carmel, yes. Carmen, you might have to qualify that it's not your current dance classes that it came from. It's your the dance classes you ran in other countries. Is that correct? No, actually, this one. So the the one the lady we were talking about, um, Sonia, who became an associate and and she did sexy fit and then she's recommending a lot. She's actually from my Noosa Live class. Oh, is she really? Oh, okay. She actually has since moved up north somewhere, but yes, yeah, she. Oh, actually oh I didn't realize that because I thought they were U.S. based. So. Oh, okay. No, they're um, Julie Gazier, who has lost hundred pounds through sexy fit, is U.S. But um, Sonia and Sophie are Australian. Ah, okay, wonderful. Um, so I, I highly recommend that because people always say I, I'm run out of prospects. But if you're doing the thing that you love, that will raise your vibration. It will give you unlimited prospects. And again, remember, you don't have to be a teacher. You can even just be the person who brings people together for it. You know, a cooking class, a book club hosting a martial arts expert. So has anyone started that or anyone want to share something that they're currently doing or just starting to do? Yes, Alicia. Um, okay, so 
in 2016, I actually ran a festival. I created and curated a festival. So yoga music, um, it had breath work, mandala drawing, food, like music, musos. It was amazing, right? Um, and I didn't want to do that again. <laughs> be big um, beautiful. Just financial side of that. It's not, it's not, it wasn't super great. <laughs> it was fun, but it wasn't super great. Um, but I thought maybe just like a smaller, a smaller version of that. Um, and even some online um, online spaces and like mini versions, um, just like a couple of different um, modalities um, in in a workshop, etc. So, um, my my thing, I guess my tagline at the moment is amplify. So amplify your wealth and wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so, um, I just yeah, I literally wrote it down <laughs> today. I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's um a new moon coming up I was like this month (laughs) because I did um I did Reiki I did my um you know up to master and but I haven't been practicing regularly due to the current well you know well the previous world situation I hadn't done that a lot um I did my circle (laughs) I'm a yoga instructor I've got the music um and you just mentioned like the yoga DJ so yeah I just um I start putting putting together a list um of people that were that um that that came like did their thing at the festival um and I'm going to try an online one um Mm. I'm not sure how that will go um but I've just moved to a local area, so I will um, try the in in person as well. So I guess a you know like a little mini retreat, I guess you could say, because it's a whole vibe, a whole experience. Mm. So that's why online might be a bit tricky. Um, I know people have had success with that, particularly if you're including, um, you know, breathwork or sound or anything like that. So we yeah, so incorporate all of the things that I love like with the music um I was you know wondering how I was going to do that um and getting back into gigs so I've already done it <laughs> it's just been a long just been a long time um over the last couple of years so yeah taking action on it mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's that's such a perfect example because you're just creating these little circles of groups of people that will feel better and then they're open to different possibilities mm. and that's that's mm. the whole thing if if whatever you're going to do that you love you're going to feel better the people that come to it feel better and expansive and then they're open to because when we feel good we're open when we don't feel good we close down thank you that's just that's so good alicia is there anybody else that started something or is currently doing something that you want to share? I'm very lucky, Carmen, because I have I have a I have a huge potential for all of this because my business is a wellness centre that I run. And we have loads of therapists that run their businesses from rooms that we rent to them. Um, we then have an outdoor boot camp, uh, which has members. We have a triathlon group, which is my big passion. Um, which has loads of members as well. So I've got I've got so many names on my 
on my names list. And I'm just trying to understand the presenting side, because I think the inviting side I'll be fine with, because I've got a, a big network to, to work from. And I, I think that's where I am. It's just trying to get my head around what the presentation is going to look like and, and how to deliver it, because it's something that I've never done before. Beautiful. Yeah, you, you are, we're all jealous. <laughs> That's so ideal. I'm going to give you a couple of tips and, and for everyone, you'll, you'll be able to see yourself in, in some way in this. So one of the, there's been different epochs of huge growth in my business. And one of them was when I was living in Denver. And the reason being is I was working with chiropractors, massage therapists, um, different wellness practitioners that would bring me in to do a presentation to their clients. And typically it was either the health and wellness spa or then it became the nutrition seminar. So of course the health and wellness spa is all three product lines and the nutrition seminar is just the supplements and the foods. But why they loved it is they would all, how they would find me is someone would bring them to one of mine or another associates that was doing the health and wellness spa or nutrition seminar. They would see it and they would be like, oh my goodness, we could do this for our clients. And so they would very quickly become an associate because whenever someone would buy a lot of products, we would always say, you've already bought a three business center in my particular company. You might as well just pay the application fee. Then anyone that you recommend, you'll be able to to build another stream of income this way. So then as they kind of caught onto the idea, they would bring me or an associate who had been trained you know, in my team to do the health and wellness spa or the nutrition seminar in their practice. What was so brilliant about this is not only could they make another stream of income from the product sold, but it was marketing for their people, their, for themselves. And what, what we would train them to do is that they would invite their clients, but then they would say to the clients, if you're able to bring a friend, both you and your friend will get $20 off your next massage or $30 off your, so all of a sudden that massage therapist is A, going to get more income from the person, like their client who buys the products, but all of a sudden they have a new client because that person brought a friend and now, and the, why that friend wanted to come is I'm going to get this, this wellness education and I'm going to get $50 or $20 off my next massage. Of course I'm in. So it's a good marketing to get more clients. And then of course, people on, on great products. So that, that might, and with all these little, like the triathlon, the boot camp, there's, there's so many things that you could do in terms of wellness education. Uh, absolutely. It's, it sounds amazing. And I, I'm, I'm just trying to get my head around it because I'm just trying to work out where, where in all of this do I start? That's kind of where my head is at. And I wonder for you, the, so I started with the health and on the spa, but to keep it simple, and especially because probably, probably being a woman, it was more, it was easier for me to talk about the skincare as well. And then it was very easy for me to train my people. And if it was a man, he could just bring in a woman to talk about the skincare if he wasn't comfortable. But since you're kind of spearheading it and there's no one, like you're really starting it for everyone, you might want to do the nutrition seminar to start. Um, and the reason being is it might keep it simpler for you. Okay. And that really is you just take out the skin part of the health and wellness spa. Hmm. Yeah. But the I feel more comfortable with that. 
Yeah, and the same principles, you know, like the leading people to buy is exactly the same thing. Like everything you you learn in the health and wellness spa, you're just not bringing the skin skincare into it. And the nice thing is it shortens the presentation too. So that's an important thing. Yes, Kathleen. Um, um, do you um, just maybe I didn't get that? Uh, so when you did the health and wellness spa at someone, they were already an associate of yours. Yes, almost almost always. I actually I don't think I ever would know yet always it was an associate okay. um, before I would do a spa or a, a nutrition seminar for them because mm -hmm. I never some people do it in another way like they do it to prove like oh look how many people you can bring in but I never liked that like I like when someone mm -hmm. already has buy-in because there's mm -hmm. just a different energy like I, I don't like the yeah. energy of having to walk in and prove something I like mm -hmm. where the person who's inviting people is already sold and so that energy is like we're both excited mm -hmm. now the reason they were an associate though is that they had already come to a health and wellness spa or a nutrition seminar and usually they had purchased that way or they were an associate from beforehand so associates who have been around for a while like you know have maybe been in the business for three or four months at least they get it or if they've been to a health and wellness spa or nutrition seminar, they get it too. Like if, mm -hmm. if they've bought, you know, $500 worth of product and then mm -hmm. they, we've told them, look, you've already got a business. You might as well just pay the application fee to be an associate. Mm -hmm. That's, that's like, that's, if they came in that way, that's, that's what I mean. I would do a presentation for them, but yeah, go ahead, Kathleen. So yes, I was wondering, cause, oh, sorry. No, go ahead, go, go, Kathleen. Um, there was some someone who is doing my our, our health program now is maybe interested in becoming an associate, but has um, uh, questions whether you know and how to do it. So I was you just gave me the idea maybe I can propose to her to come and give an uh, like a, an evening to talk about the program or or health, and that way she could invite people already maybe. That, could that also be a way, or would you rather have her become an associate before doing that? You, you know, I would try it. You know, I would try mm -hmm. anything. You know, because when I started my health wellness spas, I was pretty busy anyway. So I liked it better when they were already an associate. But it's not to say that you couldn't use it as a way to show, you know, showcase what they can do. So the what I always think is if you're not sure, just test and measure it, you know, try it and see, see the, the good result. And then, then you can decide. The, the other thing you could do if, if she doesn't think she has enough people, then what you could say is, well, I'll do it at my house. I'm going to bring some people. And if you want to bring your three or four people, so it could be done that way, or you mm -hmm. can go to her place and have her invite. So. Yeah. Yeah, it could absolutely work. And I, I don't want to put my, you know, like how, how I would prefer to do it. it doesn't mean it's the right way by any means. Well, but you do very well. So. Yes. <laughs> we, are, we like the way you do it. Hey, I just wanted to ask Ginny, um, because you're a triathlon, you're into triathlon, your focus could be on running and nutrition and inflammation and, you know, how to improve your, um, I don't know, your speed or whatever it is. Oh, triathlon really is your endurance isn't it and your recovery yeah absolutely yeah I mean I, I'm very lucky that I've got 
I've got a massive history of all of that, massive client base for, for all of that information. And uh, yeah, I guess that's just where I've just, just got to try yeah, and understand yeah. how I, how just, I integrate the, the yeah, two Yeah, I need to get together. your subject and use the nutrition seminar and wind it together. Probably when you look at the, uh, when you look at, it would be um, common and just a matter of looking at the health and wellness spa because that's in the soul yeah. craft and then just taking out, yeah. Okay. I haven't gone through that bit yet, so maybe that's that's going to link some yeah. dots for me. I, I think that's what you should focus on because you, you're going to get people who want the joint support. You're going to get them who want the fish oils. You're going to get them who want the foods. Maybe yeah. even the skincare if they're in the sun. Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting excited, Jimmy. I've got so many ideas for you. <laughs> oh, it's a really good point, though, if you – Think about with triathletes, what are like maybe the three to five things they worry about the most? And so this is going to be good for everyone. So, you know, maybe it's recovery, like Vicky said, you know, joint issues, um, fatigue, you know, muscle soreness, like whatever the three to five things are. And then you could hold a seminar, workshop, masterclass, whatever you like to want to call it. And then the title can be, um, five i know vicky we were talking about this with with ali naming your naming your webinars or your master classes so let me just think about it but it'll be something like five things even smart triathletes make mistakes about and how to fix and you somehow want to link you know like maybe it's five things obviously having the triathletes you know like worry about or and but something about even smart triathletes or even um well-versed uh, that's not the right word like you'd have to go with triathletes but like um seasoned triathletes don't know and how to fix you know something but it has to really touch the pain points of triathletes so to give you an example my opt-in that i've used literally for 20 years 20 years maybe 15 years is um I have to think of the name now. I haven't looked at it for so long, but it still like brings in like that's my opt-in on my website. But basically it's the genuine, how to create genuine wealth, the mistakes even smart women make and how to fix in creating gen. It's got a better title, but it's it follows that same formula. I just can't think of it right now. But if you can really get to the pain points of your market and how the supplements and the foods can be the answer to that. That's, yeah, that's that's your your workshop. That's your presentation, which was all from what Vicky just said. <laughs> oh. And then the health and wellness spa, and and I know why you're where you're at because module three if, is all about presenting, which you've never done. So the health and wellness spa is at the very end, and it's pretty robust. But that will teach you how to sell. So it's going to help you lead, lead people naturally to buy without feeling like a salesman. Yeah, okay. And then just keep, as you're doing your presentation, just if you've got questions, put it on the forum, keep bringing it back to here, and then we can help you with anything you're stuck on. And yeah. I appreciate all them ideas. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I'm just going to just kind of just have a clear head to kind of work out how I, where I start, I think. But this is absolutely brilliant. Thank you. You're so welcome. Is that helpful to everyone? Can you can you see yourself in Jimmy as well? Like when you're 
And that, that's what, when anyone asks a question, just think, okay, how does this relate to me? Because there, there will always be a way that it relates to you. Like Myrna is going to put it into the, you know, your dream board company. You know, how, how can I create, you know, my next dream board um, get together or workshop? How can I word the title of it to be the pain points of the people who come to my workshops? Because always people want to know that you get them, that you see them, you understand them, and you have a solution for them. And one, one of the best things that I've always done is I, and I haven't done this this year, it's like November and December is my t always my time to, to really like send out my surveys about what people want. Do you want more blogs? Do you want more videos? Do you want, you know, what is it you want? And, and to call people in my, like my, my client base to say, you know, what is it that you're worried about? You know, what do you need solutions for? And that that actually helps me develop like my next course or, or whatever. So even, you know, like, for all of you, think of your five to 10 best clients and just email them in or, or text them however they like to be contacted and just say, could I call you for 10 minutes because I would love to get your input and how my business could improve or, you know, and if there's something that you can give them, you know, like, you know, and I know it's a little bit of your time, if there's something you, like when I, I actually, I don't know if, I probably have never said this, but before I did Soulcraft, I called many of my clients, probably five of them, maybe actually even 10, it was probably more than that. And I just said, can I call you? I've got a new course that I'm doing, which was this course. And I said, I'd love to hear about like what you would want in a course that would make you want to buy it. And I, then I told them, I'd love to get your input, but I know, you know your time is valuable too. What I'd love to do is then do like a half an hour coaching with you. And so they they got something from it because I spent an, a half an hour asking them questions and then they knew that I would you know coach them as well. And I really think that because it's you know when you get surveys from a company they're like this will only take you twenty minutes and you're like twenty minutes <laughs> I don't have time to do this. But if they said you know you'll be entered in a you know something that I would value I would do it. So see if sometime before the end of the year if you can call let's say five of your best clients and just say like, what are you look, looking for? Like if I was to do a masterclass or I was to do a webinar or workshop, what would you love to have in it? And get that, that research so you know what your people, your ideal client wants and how you could be a solution for them. And that sometimes Jimmy could give or, or Myrna that could give you some really good intel of what to include in your, your workshops or your masterclass. And what we're doing here is we're building our, our business and our beautiful brand and we're building our network marketing company at the same time. Because your, your network marketing company is your, your, your income. It's what gives you the ability to be more of who you are meant to be. You know, so that's, that's why I'm so passionate about linking our passions with network marketing. Because you're not you know, just being a network marketer, that's not what you were born to do. You know, you're born to do your purpose. Network marketing is just the vehicle that can help you and, and can help everyone you bring into this business in the same way. Myrna, I know your hand went up and then I think Alicia, you, you have your hand up too. Myrna, go ahead. This was just for Jimmy. Um, just, I don't know if this will help you, but I had a, a um, someone who ran a personal training business and once a month they used to run workshops for his clients. 
And he only ran it for about 45 minutes. And at that workshops, what he would do is he would talk about the best exercises and how to recover from exercising. And at the end of it, you would actually have a bundle or a package of the USANA products for them to consider. And he used to have um, the shakes where they could sample it. So he'd have a short break and that's when they'd actually sample, sample the shakes. And he did very well with it. And he was a personal trainer in- um... He was a personal trainer, yeah. So he was, I mean, what he was wanting to do was obviously he couldn't make all the money that he wanted to make on his own. So that's why he, 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 you know, he joined the, he joined Yosana so that he could have that additional income. Mm -hmm. And so that's how he got his clients mm -hmm. to actually, he would start them off with the soul essentials, but he would use the once a month presentation to introduce them to all the other products. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, it's any type of wellness practitioner, whether it's like a personal trainer, uh, someone who's into triathletes like any anyone anyone that has a service-based industry basically mm. to be able to do a network marketing company is brilliant because when we have a service-based industry that client may come to us for a while then they might go to somebody else they might move they might stop but if they're on the products they're going to continue those even if they're no longer coming to see us mm. so it's, yeah it's so so ideal mm. Mm. Thank you, Myrna. It's all these little things are like just so helpful. And Alicia? Hey, thank you. I just um, was wondering if I was a little bit confused about the um, what I was saying before. Um, so we go out and we do the things that bring us joy, whatever they are. And that's how we connect with more people because we're, you know, vibing and meeting the people that we're wanting to meet or connecting with the people we want to connect with. And then we were talking about like uh, the USANA Health and Wellness Spa and the Nutrition Seminar. And then I was like, oh, did I, did I get that wrong? But it's, it's just literally the um, events or things that you're doing tying them into whatever it is that you're passionate about and making sure that they um, can lead into your your business is that right yes it's but it's even more widespread than that so and I'll take dance for example so teaching dance it just gave me more people to talk to either about just purely doing the business, like not even coming to a nutrition seminar or health and wellness spa. And that's why in the invitations, um, invite number two, where it's what I say is, I don't know if you knew, but my side businesses, so me as a dance, they see me as a dance teacher, they think that that's my business. So then when I'm getting to know one of my students, and I like her or him and think that they would do well in this, pulling them aside and saying, hey, I don't know if you knew, but my side business or my main business is da da da, and it might be a way we can work together. And that's why I would set up a one-on-one. -on -one. And that wasn't even bringing them to a health and wellness spa or nutrition seminar or health and freedom meeting. So it really is 
doing the things that you love just gives you access to so many more people that are at your vibration level that would be interested in doing what you're doing and whatever way is going to be the best way to show them the business or the yeah you're, you're so welcome and it's you know it's just been and i i really i don't know who i was talking to about this can't remember so but someone here <laughs> you'll be like it was me but just meeting the person wherever they're at but the biggest thing is that they are more likely to be at your vibration level because you've met them doing the thing that you love. So another example is when I was thinking I wanted to do my yoga teacher training way back in the day I went to a Deepak um, Chopra sem seminar and it was a massive room and this guy sat down beside me who was a financial planner getting into yoga and he became a, a an associate in my company. And then he opened up a yoga studio in Singapore and then in Thailand and then was running the products through that. And that was just going to a, a personal development seminar that I was interested in at the time. So you, you just never know, like we, he just sat down beside me and we've started this conversation. So that's, that's the power of doing the thing that you love because you're more likely to come into contact with people that are resonant with you. All right, so let me um, let me go back just to look at module three. So module three was the five ways to present. And then of those five, lesson two was all about online presenting. And then lesson three was create compelling presentations connected to your, your passions. And then number lesson four was health as a business strategy. And so in here, probably a lot what we've been really focused on is linking your passions to your presentation. And Jimmy, don't worry if it takes a little bit too, like sometimes it can be like, oh my God, I've got to do a presentation now. Like it might take a couple of weeks for everything to just kind of filter and you're like, okay, now I know what I want to do. So there's, there's no, there's a, there's a, we want you to move forward, but also there's no rush to get it perfect right away. So you can let things kind of like, um settle as long as it doesn't take you a month to do your first presentation then we'll be like no jimmy you've got to do it <laughs> you got to do it sooner than that uh, okay so any questions about presentations that we haven't covered what about anything else in the course that you've been wondering about And we've done have a question. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Alicia. I was going to say, I did have a question the other week, but what I might do, I'll just go in and I I think I wrote it down, but that was a couple of weeks ago when I was in the middle of moving. So it was just about. Oh, yes, it was um, about niching down or. Yeah. Yes. Is that appropriate to, do, to talk Let's, about? Can we or? talk about that next week only? Because yeah, yeah. it's a really good one. So Alicia's sure. question was, should I niche down because my people above me are saying I should just choose one thing to focus on versus in Soulcraft, we kind of teach like that triad, like having three things. So I want to talk about that next week because there are arguments for both, you know, like, okay, just having one thing that people know you for versus having say three things that people know you for. And just in short, and we'll talk about it more next week because I want you to think about it in your own business. Having one thing in a way is simpler because people just know you for one thing. 
But having three things gives you an ability to pivot, especially when you're starting doing it this way. So like when I started, it was health, business, and life design. And that really gave me the breadth with my company to be doing health seminars, to be doing business coaching, which was really the business opportunity. And then life design, which is all about like designing your life. So that gave that gave me it. If I had just chose health, it might have been harder to talk about business. So that's what that's why it really worked for me. Now, as I'm, you know, 20 years on, I'm really looking for ways to simplify, you know, as, as much as I can, because your business just gets really big. But I don't know if I would have changed it in the beginning, because I think if I had to chose one thing, it would have been harder to me to talk about the business opportunity. So we'll talk more about this because this is a really important topic and you could go both ways. So maybe next week when you come think about your situation, and then we can kind of drill down into your situation, especially new people We're, we always want to give the new people priority. Yes, Myrna. Um, thank you for bringing that up because. I've had a bit of a challenge in that area when it comes to, so the way I've decided to approach it, and maybe if we can talk about it a little bit more next week, is that when it's come to the health side of things, I choose to actually keep telling my personal story. Mm, yes, yes. And I keep talking about the challenges I have. I keep talking about how I've overcome them. I keep talking about I'm not perfect at it. I keep talking about it's a constant, it's a journey, it's not a destination. Because if I had to get into talking about health, where I had to talk about the science and the ingredients, of, I know it would just do my head in. Yeah, yes. It really would just do it because yeah. it's just not where I vibrate. It's just not, I'm yeah. just interested in what do the products do for me? How did it make me feel? That's what I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm really not interested in all those, the nitty gritty, the signs, the ingredients, the why they chose this, how, why this ingredient goes with this one, all of that sort of stuff. It just doesn't rock my boat. It doesn't, really yeah. doesn't. Yeah. But if I can talk about, hey, I'm challenged by that, I, you know, I released 50 kilos on these products. Mm didn't take me overnight I had a whole lot of other health challenges and yes I can show you how I overcame them and it wasn't just with supplementation it was a whole lot of other things that I did as well to be able to get there that's what excites me yeah beautiful and that's the key I think is knowing yourself and not not trying to be all things to all people Yes. And also like, what do you love sharing with people? And that's your story. And I love that because it also means you don't have to be a health expert. Yes. You know, because that's not what you want to do. You want to, you've got your business, but you want to share the products with people without having to be a health expert. Yeah. So and I'm more excited about being an entrepreneur than I am being a health expert. I just happen to know I happen to need my health to be a really good entrepreneur. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And those, those are, I mean, you've got it so down, like what to say to people, because it's so true in order to perform your best as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a whatever we need to have our health. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a really good example that it all goes back to what are you passionate about and what do you want to, um, 
um, let me let Allie in, but she's going to be disappointed because it's over. <laughs> what do you want to be talking to people about? And I love what you said, like, if you don't, and this is so powerful, because if you don't want to be talking about the nitty gritty of the ingredients, you shouldn't be, you know, that's not where you, yeah, and you don't have to, to be successful, you absolutely don't have to. All right. But what I do do is I look for the people that are passionate and like them, and they fill the gaps in for me. Yeah, and we have, you know, in all of our companies, there's always someone that we can share. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So let's hold this conversation because it's it's really juicy and let's go into it deeper because I want to make sure everyone feels comfortable about how you're presenting yourself when you're talking to people. Because the more confident you feel and the more in integrity with what you want to talk about, you'll just come across very clear, grounded, inspirational to other people. So yeah, let's continue this. All right, let's take our picture. And Allie, are you there? <laughs> I know you're there. All right, we might have to take our picture with her black space. All right, one, actually, hang on a second, there we go. Okay, one, two, three. And then let's do our crazy one. One, two, three. Ah! <laughs> so good. And now we have Catherine gone. All right, so I'm going to post, go post these. Remember, the only requirement to coming on office hours is you have to do your ahas and your action steps within 24 hours, preferably right away. But you have up to 24 hours because we really get a lot from, whoops, we really get a lot from reading each other's and it helps integrate the information. All right, everyone have a great week. There's no new content, so probably just module four, and then we'll reconvene next week. And just thank you for all your shares and your questions. Just brilliant. Hi, Ali. <laughs> Hi, I guess it's actually not 11 o'clock UK time. I guess it's 10 o'clock UK time. Oh, well. Did we mess up on the, is that our fault on the? It's, well, I calculated at 11 and you did as well, but that's okay. I did as well. Okay. Oh, darn. Okay. Sorry about that. So everybody rely on your, your Google calendar that will never fail you. We, we sometimes the images on Facebook get messed up. And I thought the Google calendar was wrong because it hadn't changed. <laughs> oh dear. Okay. Well, we missed you. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. Good night. Good night. Good night.